And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Thursday, November 18th. Oh, it's a little bit of a special show uh, because I wanted Mark to talk to me a little bit about retail sales. Mark, the American consumer is not dead. What do you think? Apparently not. Strong report, eh? Yeah. 1.7% increase in October from September. Highest monthly increase since March. Up 16.3% year over year, dude. I mean, and it looks to me actually like people spent money almost everywhere. Obviously, gas stations up 3.9% on the month. Even cars and trucks and parts up. I think that must mean that we have a uh, some production delays that have now getting ironed out. So that's good. A lot of backlogs that we're working through. Um, we saw activity brisk at big box and department stores, electronics and sporting goods and appliances and building materials, like kind of everything. But interesting, Mark, consumers continuing to spend a lot more in goods than services. Do you think that that is going to slowly start to change? And if so, when? I would think so. I mean, these numbers do surprise me when you say, oh, everyone's in a rush to go out and spend, 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 because I don't know, like, <laughs> I guess I don't have those, uh, those emotions in my body because I don't have that urge. Do you? I feel more like, oh, I really was happy not spending so much. And I'm kind of happy about continuing that. It's weird because I feel the same way. Um, you know, obviously, this is certainly a good sign for the end of the year. Um, I noticed that JP Morgan just upped their GDP estimate for the fourth quarter up to 5% from 4%. Most economists are somewhere between 4 and 5%. So that does mean that the economy has snapped back from the Delta summer slowdown and, and is certainly back on track. You know, I don't know. It's also weird that consumers are saying they feel crappy in fact, the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index showed a surprise drop to a 10-year low. So it's like, I feel crappy, but I'm spending like crazy. So right. I don't get that. That makes no sense at all. It's like total disconnect there. It is. And, and you know, it's so, it's so very, very American consumer. Never count us out, okay? I do think that um, we should very much be tempered in the way that we spend. Uh, my latest article that I am writing 
is about how we may want to try to learn some lessons of the pandemic and that maybe like not having all this stuff to buy, maybe it's not actually such a bad thing. But I don't know, maybe that sounds awful to you if you really want to go out and splurge. Anyway, to uh, talk a little bit more about the retail sales numbers, I was able to join uh, the morning show, the CBS Mornings program this week, and I was on with Nate Burleson, and we were discussing these retail sales. We really were um, kind of trying to do a quick recap, so maybe you'll you'll see the little nod I have towards maybe appreciating the fact that the holiday season is not just all about consumerism. I do it right at the end. So here's my segment with Nate Burleson from CBS Mornings. Joining us right now for a closer look at what you need to know about the economy is CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger, as I like to call her, dollar dollar Jill, y'all. So uh, (laughs) Jill, uh, what's behind the rise in recent sales? Well, I think it's a couple of things. First of all, we know prices are higher. So inflation actually contributes to this big number that we got in October. However, even when we inflation adjust retail sales, we're actually at pre-pandemic levels. So it's really interesting to note that people have higher wages. They've been sitting on this ample mound of savings. And they do want to get a jump on the holiday season because of these supply chain issues. So put it together, it was a very strong report for October. Now, as we saw in Meg Oliver's piece, um, even though there's a boost in sales, um, there's still a shortage of laborers. What's going on? Well, this is especially true with small to medium-sized businesses. And we've seen these labor shortages persist. It started with just a fear of the virus. I was fearful for myself. I'm fearful for someone in my family. Childcare issues also. And then on top of that, I think there's been a real reassessment of what's important to me. Do I want to take a job? with lousy pay and lousy benefits. And of course, a ton of early retirements put it that together. And man, it is tough to hire people. You see how much they have to pay to get someone in the door. For all of those that are sitting at home saying, what do I need to know before I start my holiday shopping? What do you tell them? Um, We did this first. We mentioned this in September. I looked this up on September 7th. We talked about on this show that you were going to have to start your holiday season early. And yes, that is true. Also, don't expect huge sales because I don't think that's going to take place. Make sure you don't blow through your budget, of course. And finally, maybe we take this period and we say, remember the Grinch at the end of The Grinch Uh Who Stole Christmas? And the Grinch's heart grew three times and he found the true meaning of Christmas? Maybe we got to get back to that a little bit and not do the consumerism thing so much. Still, you're the best. Okay, so the exact quote from The Grinch is this, Mark. Maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Think about that as we start the retail season. Good luck with that. (laughs) If you've got a financial question, you want to tell us how you're spending more or less money, we'd love to hear from you. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact button, and do lift someone up today. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 